up, y'all? It's your man, Kev Mack, and I'm back with another episode of Kev Mack Video Podcast. This is part five, the final part of OG Cutes, Monster Cody Scott, and Joe Rockhead from Compton. It's part five. Check it out, y'all. It's a blessing that I was able to get these three at the same table together because shortly after this interview... Sanika Shakur, a.k.a. Monster Cody Scott, was rearrested. Word is he has a probation violation. And so we were fortunate to get this interview. If you guys appreciate the hard work and the content, please think about giving a small donation at paypal.me slash publications or via Cash App, Camac Videos. Because look, because here's the thing about that, and this is why I respect the, the game so much, especially with Kevin Mack and how you guys are doing it, is, man, unbiased point, right? It is what it is, and if it ain't, it ain't. For the dime moves in the lokes, for the six foes on spokes, on. for the OGs that did a dime, came back around on parole, uh. for the homegirls with the scrap game, little homies that gang bang, Pelican Bay to YA, rearrange your mind frame, yeah, I know what you've been through. They call me Tiny Ant from Rolling Six, better yet known as Tylo Tiny Ant. Start hanging out. When the homies got me, and took, after, after the Hoopers backed out of CCO, and then the homies got me, t- told me to back out of CCO, by that time I was a lieutenant. I had my own quadrant, I, had, I, had, I was walking like a little pyramid. It's harder to go from. With all my security. All strapped on the yard in this little ass yard. I was just flossing. I need all that, right? But people would come out to your yard be like UFOs. They just they just run at you because we now we have war with the blue nose. So the homies get at me and tell me to back out of CCO. Took getting at me. I'm like, no. Nah. By that time, I was man, I was living high on the hall. But hey, I was doing the right thing though. He was a lieutenant in the CCO. You said you had the squadron. Were any of those squadrons from Rolling Sixties? Leader right now, I would have to report to about all this was was Motorbox Scar. Mm-hmm. And if it was gonna be a sixty, he lived over there. And he would have been one. What you talking about? He is one. You talking about Motorbox? When Motorbox got locked up, what was Motorbox? Sixty. All right. Yeah, Miss Stagley. Remember? Oh, you talking about light skin with the Oh yeah, Motormouth was a sixty. Yeah. I thought talking about somebody else. Oh. I, I hadn't heard that name in so long. Motormouth never stayed on the street. Right. 
We 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 yeah, know Cody before Monster Curry. We know we know Monster knows Rebo personally. How, how about Rockin' and Cutes? Do you guys know Rebo? I don't know him. I heard of him. Uh, Rod, Rod. How about you, Rod? Rebo, my homeboy. Me, you know what comp the crib. Like what Rebo say, nigga. Comp the crib. Two C's, nigga. All day, they be throw up two C's. I mean, growing up, that's all we understood. Although we from different parts of Compton, yeah. they're on the west side of Compton, we're on the east side. Again, nigga, east side Oaks Park businessman Compton Crip was the only Crip set on all the east side Compton Crip in the beginning. And Santana Block Compton Crip became one of the most vicious Compton Crip sets in the history of Compton's. And so, the riches. So real, and the riches with Turtle Rest in Peace and others. But at the, but at, 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 at the end of the day, Rebo is my homeboy. Always is my homeboy. I haven't seen him since he's been out. I know he's, he's sick. Is you know, he? I'm, he's sick. He's sick. And, that's, and, that, and that, that's my nigga. Rebo is my nigga. We, we, was, we was equals in, in namesake. See, people don't understand about Compton Crip. It was always about namesake. You had Big Woodrat. He was a motherfucker. I, I knew Woodrat. You know what I'm saying? King Rebo, Rat. King Rat. People don't really talk how, talk too much on King Rat. K King, King Rat was Mad a dog. monster. Yeah. Mad dog. I don't talk about Donald Richard, original oh. karate man from the Grandies. Yeah. Oh. That's my cousin. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's it's, al it's always been namesakes in Compton. Yeah. Not one person from Mad on down. Not one person ran Compton Crip. Never. It always been named from from movie star to to all all the homies. But again, we were, we were set apart. Oaks Park and Santana Black were set apart because all we had was each other. True enough, when the Pyrus blew up in seventy two, seventy three, Ludus Park blew up in seventy seventy three. Yeah, nigga, all the East Side is Pyrus. Y'all might would be Pyrus too. Nigga, Oaks Park said, "Hell, motherfucker, no, nigga, we Crips, we Compton Crips." And what Rebo represented as far as Compton Crips, that's what we represented, Compton Crips. When I became a part of CCO, again, Compton, 70%, probably 50% of Compton Crips, 70% of all the Compton Crips was basically CCO. Maybe 50% of all, all 60s was basically CCO. Yeah. Because I mean, so it, it, it all it always it always been we always been a stronghold. So me, me and Rocky were having a conversation on the street corner before we came up here, <laughs> and we were talking about CCOs and and a lot of a lot of the fans in the in the uh, in the comments want to know how come our guys that we interview always speak on the BGF wars, but they shy away from the Mexican wars. And you was telling me something on the sidewalk about. In 1985, the war between CCOs and the uh, Mexican Mafia.
I mean, it, it, it was an article he put up. In, in 85, they declared war on CCO, Crips, period. Mainly CCO because you asked me, the question you asked me was, why? what's the difference from we hitting each other every now and then and declaring war? When we hit each other, we hit each other, then we go on to peace treaties and hit each other. But when they declared war on us, it was an all-out war because at that time, for the first time, Crips took was taking over prisons. Early on, they always been the stronghold. But when they saw how organized we became and how we became that machine and start knocking motherfuckers down on a daily basis, and you had monsters. Like we became some a lot of some of us became monsters. We were violent. Very violent. Imagine you in a cell. They let me out the hole once. This is my cell. Spanish, 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 Spanish. Open my cell. You got two in these cells, eight motherfuckers coming in my cell. Guess what? Six of them was laying down, nigga. When the man put that down, I told me to lay down. They come, I was a monster. About this ain't ghost. no motherfucker. Go, yeah. On the, on the ghost bed. Yeah. See, but people, but you got to understand, and I say it was an all-out war that was different from us hitting each other and peace treating us hitting each other because for the first time, Crips really put it down. And, and, and like I said, one, one dude mentioned the care, man. I, I make it seem like, or we make it seem like, that Crips wasn't shit. No, I'm beyond. They, when they were strong, they were strong. I'm going to get this. Hold on. Let me finish. No, I'm not. No, fuck that. When they were strong, they were strong. But when they hit me for hitting a white boy, when they hit me for hitting a white boy, so I broke they peace trading and Tracy in 1979 when I'm at war, when the Crips are at war, I mean, how in the fuck are you going to be something you represent? When you slide a book up under my door when I'm a 16, 17-year-old kid, you open a book, now you're welcome to the job, my family? Is that correct? So if motherfuckers listening to me, and you think that manipulation and, and, and crossing up young African motherfucking American, young motherfucking men, because we represent Crip or whatever the fuck we represent at that fucking time, you think that was cool? How, they, how many brothers they entrapped it in their shit? When in the, like I said, beginning, monster. In the beginning of their history, when they came up in the 60s and 70s, they was a fucking machine. I admit to that shit. They was a machine. But again, they went away from their concepts. And back then, they didn't date white girls. They didn't use drugs. They didn't do, they didn't hit brothers. They started doing all that motherfucking shit. So when they put that book up under my door and I walked out my cell, they said, welcome to the nigga, fuck the job, my nigga. I'm a Compton motherfucking crook. That's what I said. That's what I meant. When they put an ice pick in my mother, back of my motherfucking neck for hitting that white boy across, stabbing that motherfucking white boy up who I saw stabbed and throw a homeboy over a tear. And I laid that motherfucker out on that yard and they came back and hit me. You think that shit cool? Yeah, I jumped in the shower with they fucking general and got that ass. Okay, what, what I was saying was this. Hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. I get tired of talking about that. I mean, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. I spoke about this earlier. Back uh, about, about 20, 20, 21, 22 years ago. My homie was filming me, and I, I started I started blazing just like you. I started blazing on Mexican Mafia and the right? Like, never, never thinking what the homie was going to do with that shit. I ain't up going to jail. A peer come to myself one day and say, man, I seen your new movie out, man. That shit's crazy. I said, what? What new movie? He said, some shit called War Stories.
Man, that dude took that step footage and put that shit and made a documentary out of it. And sold that shit called War Stories and had clips of me just getting off of motherfuckers verbally. But now I'm sitting on the main line with these motherfuckers and we all out the hole. Everybody out the hole. No more any terminals. So John Ma on the main line. NF, AB, MA. Everybody got a phone. So I'm like, fuck. It's only gonna be a matter of time. These motherfuckers say, ain't that dude right there in this next cell? Such and such? So, my thing is, I'm in good standings. I did fucking over 30 years at home. You know what I'm saying? I, I never do grief. Never dropped out of nothing. Well, never Repeat that again. What you ever do? Never, never drop That's down. my point. Yeah, no. never. Oh, so they no, should treat him that way. No, they, no, no, they, no, no, they no. try to I, take no. advantage of him because he's a kid. No, I and when we all got rolled up because when I he was got getting, there, I was they had already rolled me up. We, we, they had already yeah. got rid of the muscle of the black, uh, of the black coats. They didn't already drop kites on me yeah, okay. and took my little car and shot us to Folsom. So when I got there, I tied my blue rag on my head. I'm ready to fight Chino in there. Well, I'm ready you. to take them down. Well, Kutz, so, when you first hit prison, who were the blacks and Crips worn with when you first hit Where's prison? Where's enough Crips claiming Crip? Who were the blacks worn with when you first got there? Who, who was the enemy? They were, they, they, they were using, this is what happened. This is everything he's saying is real. They got hooked on dope. The the uh, the the revolutionary brothers, the ones that was there before, they had got locked up and put in the hole. You go and all them were locked up and put in the hole. They left people out on the main line that were bargaining with the system. Mm -hmm. These dudes yeah, were sellouts, yeah, and they were keeping. They kept all the hogs in the hole. They wouldn't let the hitters off the hole. The the, the ones that we would have looked up to, that would have been. Uh, our status to say, hey, I want to be like him, or they, we didn't get to be around yeah, those guys sense. until we got locked up in the hole. And when we would go to the hole, they would tell us that those guys out there are foul. Like when I would go put back in a, in a, a shoot two, you ain't going to meet them in shoot two. You got to go to 4A. When they would put me in 4A, they'd give me the history of what happened here five years before I got here in the 70s. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, and you know who's telling me all of this shit? The Solidad brothers giving me mm -hmm. the history. He's telling me, he's giving me the whole rundown on John what's Couchette. going on. John Couchette? Yeah, he's I'm right next door to him. And he says, you know what? I don't care if you're a crip. I don't, you can be a crip until you die. But I'm going to let you know something. When you go out to that main line, don't trust them brothers out there. Yeah. He would teach, he, he, he named them. And he said, don't you trust them? And, 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 I, and I'm, he, I'm, said, he said, he said, so when your little homies come up here, you guys take care of yourself out there. I mean, let me tell you oh, something real on that page, on that page. Because he, he said something that, that you said downstairs. He said the main hitters were took off the main line and, and locked away. Yeah. But you said that was a reason. I told you that. To the conclusion of the CCOs and the Mexican Mafia, you said there was a conclusion from that. Based on the hitters, we took off. The it was off, off the main. Oh, he want me to relate to when all of them have. When he did the article, it was with 500 something stabbings in 85, 86. Yeah. I said because all the hitters, all the young, all the dudes that was on general population, the old Folsom in 85, 86, they were new to jail. They that, know how that's to that's yeah. when they put they put five or six hundred Crips and Bloods and 
on that yard and all of a sudden you're in the middle of a war when they declare a war they didn't without their guns they didn't understand how to hang they didn't know how to make kisus or knives yet they didn't know how to, they didn't know how to protect themselves because they was fresh and we were too we were all locked up in the hole or we had bad oh don't fuck with them dude them he's old man and we trying to teach and educate educate these young brothers but uh, they, they start running away from discipline running away from structure running away to be taught something like i said i became personally a part of cco because i didn't know how to read I knew I didn't have seventh grade fucking education. And when I saw the different shit about that, and the reason I told, I made it clear, I said it then, I said it now. I said, I will start from the bottom, but I'm always on the top. That's why I became part of it. They, everybody knew I was ranking foul, but I learned everything from the bottom. When I told them, I used to be against quiet periods. I mean, fuck a quiet period. Well, you big, I ain't got no big motherfucker home. You gotta wanna survive. You can't let this dude scare you to death. You can't let another man that's made out of flesh scare you to where you don't wanna attack him. You know, what do you mean you don't wanna attack him because of his status or who he yeah. is? Everybody's equal. If I'm violent, you're violent, you're gonna stab me, ah, man. But you know, I put no. blinders on all of that shit. If I'm, a, if, I, if I'm gonna be violent, and I'm violent with all these people, I'm going home, and I'm not gonna PC up. But it kind of, I'm it kind gonna of go home to the main line. But it kind of boils down to telling the whole truth. Mm -hmm. and, and that whole truth depends on a need to know basis. Mm -hmm. yeah, everybody yeah. don't need to everybody know everything. Everybody don't need to know. Now, thing. Yeah, he's right his about thing. that. But, but thing. I, I, I tell his you thing. one thing. Like a, like I tell a, like you one thing. You're looking at three survivors. But look, hey, let me say, excuse look. Our mother used to say this. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yeah. I but go she didn't tell us the whole truth. Because the bigger they are, the harder they hit. Mama, why you didn't tell us that? That mother knocked the shit out of me. That motherfucker would knock the shit out of me. And so sometimes... We, we, you know, she by not up telling us the whole truth, all we thinking is that this big motherfucker gonna fall. Yeah. She didn't tell us the whole truth. So, yeah. you know, coming up against and you gotta look at too, we bickering with each other. Uh, our bickering with each other is because we want our independence. We we sold it. We all want our. He's not gonna tell me what to do if I don't agree with him. Mm -hmm. The only way Vice we the only way him him and I is gonna come together if we know it ain't over his dope. But I'm not fighting over his dough. Well, here's, here's I'm not. I'm not. I'm that. not gonna go. And, 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 and what I say. Yeah. What I stab somebody. And, 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 and what I say. Yes. What I say downstairs. Yeah. I said the structure. Gonna be your the structure understood one thing about me. Wrong was wrong, right yeah, is right. Yeah, yeah. If they were wrong, yeah. I, I stood up and I got in their ass yeah. verbally, just like I'm talking now. They never liked it, but they couldn't stop me. Because yeah. you were wrong, you were not going to hit that brother right there yeah. because he wouldn't hold your knife. But you got a dope deal over here giving you dope. He ain't never got to do shit. So I start hitting they motherfucking yeah, dope dealers. You got to yard, come to the yard. To so that up. shit stopped. I, I was against wrong. Oh, I got, I got a legal business. It's just like oh, when I killer, got, just, just, just like when killer spoke. What killer say about me? Was the I ask people? I go in my barbershop, They call me Kisu. That's how I say. I said, what did y'all get from what killer say about me? He said, he said you never sent a homeboy on a mission. If you did, you went with him and you did what you're supposed to do. You always educated, you always teach. That's my model. There's not a homeboy in prison system could ever say I took advantage of him, I used him, I abused him, or I misled him. I've always educated a young homeboy. That's why I say I don't give a fuck about OGs. OG, because OGs have had a tendency over the years to always take, take advantage, advantage and yeah. fuck over homies. Yeah. That's why, that's you know, why I don't like the youngsters. 
That's why all the youngsters like me. All the youngsters like me because I was the first one in. And when they got there, I never asked one of them to hold my knife. Mm -hmm. And I knew how to make them before they knew how to make them. I never asked one to do a hit for me. I would do my own hits. I never tried to manipulate no homies. The homies would want to ride down with me. They would say, hey, cute, we'll go down with you. What year like were you that. in there? From 1980 all the way to 2011. I would fight anybody. If you bring it my way, if you bring some shit my way, I don't give a fuck where you, you are. From. I don't care about none of that shit. I'm going to survive. If I, I'm not going to go in jail and be a hateful person, just like I act nice like I am right now. That's how I was in there. But you ain't going to cross me. You ain't gonna come your See, way. You don't let my, the smooth taste fool you. I'm the exact opposite of that. I'll I fight anybody. I joined the organized formation, so okay. my by belonging to organized formation, that if it's on with the Mexicans, it's on with the Mexicans. I, it don't matter if they come at me personally. They didn't came at the comrade. They didn't hit. They didn't hit once somebody in, in our in our gene pool, and that's how it's played. Even though if you're in the races, you get sucked into that that. that that sickness in there about the gene pool thing. You know what I mean? Is he, but, uh, but, 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 but let me say, just real quick. I'm I didn't be in that shit where motherfuckers didn't want to help me. I didn't, or, so I don't give a fuck about that shit. I tell you what, I could, I could go in any cell in CDC, and when I come out, I'm going to have a weapon. Austin, you're shaking your head. You don't agree with cutes. No, well, we, we don't, we, we don't got to agree. We comrades. No, we don't got to agree. Iron Sharp and I. Yeah, Iron Sharp, he's an organization. Yeah, he's making a point. I can't. I'm not disputing what he's saying. I'm not disagreeing. I want to hear Monster's comments. I'm not disagreeing. We all live our own lives. When we under oath, when we when we under oath, there's rules and regulations within that structure. So whoever we, whoever, our, our, our organization declare war with or have war with, that's a given. But, that, but, that, that, but back then, tell the truth though, if, 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 if John Ma was at war with the Mexican Mafia, all blacks was at war with the Mexican Mafia. Because that's how we got sucked into it and then John Ma backed out and left us no, out see, there. No, see, I didn't get in that shit. I didn't get in that shit. I didn't get in that shit. I never got in that shit. And even, I'm saying, what he's saying is this, even when John Ma had the issues with other races, that was the issue. CCO necessarily didn't get into that. From from my perspective, you, you know, right. John Ma CCO. But you were talking about John. I, 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 I mean, well, that, that's well, the blacks, rumor. Blacks have never been united in prison as one against the other races ever. I, never, I mean, we, we no, no, we were for, we were forced to fight side by side, and they just start hitting random blacks. You be forced to fight side by side. They, they, they always look at it through a racial lens. Yes. That's, that's how they look see, at us. See, CDC try to make it look like that. They try to no. see the way it is. Is you gotta be an individual down motherfucker. You gotta be able to hold your own. You got even if you hunter paperwork, you can have all of these guys hunter paperwork, but only a few people hold their own. Yeah, I'm telling you. Very you got serious. motherfuckers. You, you ain't gonna know this until you face what what combatants that's coming your way. You could be walking to the chow hall and you got three motherfuckers rushing your way. I mean, they coming and you you about from here to where that wall is, and they coming towards you, and they coming towards you with masses on. They come get you. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna I, run? Or are you gonna go toward them? But I, I'm gonna run. I mean, I'm gonna run toward them. You're belaboring the point, yeah. though. No, I, I, no. I get your point. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna run toward them because I know the gun tower is gonna shoot. Now I can block out the sound of bullets for a certain amount of time. You gotta be able to block out maybe four or five shots. 
You got to. So I'm blocking out four. I already got the count in my head. I'm gonna block out four. Those are the warning shots? Hell no, they ain't warning shots. No SPAN, no. No warning shots. I'm blocking out four. I always give myself four. If you're gonna shoot me, that fourth one might get me. So on the fourth one, I go down. I go down on four. See, but but, but Q, what they don't wanna get is this. My first experience in, 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 in prison, when I went to Chino, my first experience in Chino, I walked out my cell, I heard charge. Yeah. Whites yeah. and others come after blacks. I turned around, the blacks ran that way. I did what he said, what, 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 what a real motherfucker would do, I ran the belly of the beast. Yeah, you gotta run toward him. Cause you get stabbed in the back, your lungs gone. I, I mean, I, I, I ran, that was, but that, that, that's, that's, that's me, that's cute. That's much other, certain of us. Like, like, like the biggest thing he said today, that's fucking me up, just now. You got motherfuckers be briefing who was King Kong. Yeah, and you, and, I don't, and, and, I, I don't and get you gonna that. Yourself, you go let yourself, here go a dude, you, and in your mind, you didn't make him King Kong, and now you look on the news and he didn't debrief. I didn't make nobody King Kong. I said, you know what? I'm gonna walk around peaceful. I'm gonna try to mind my own business. You get to fucking with me or somebody that I like, and the person that I like ain't doing no foul shit. I'm going down with it. Yeah, but you guys, but you guys, I understand what you both are saying, but you guys aren't taking it deep enough. That's just a shallow perceptive perception that you see, the above ground thing. Listen, man, what we're talking about is two different dynamics here that's involved in this shit. Real talk, look. The CCO had some fucked up points and had some beautiful points. I agree. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but, but I mean, I'm just saying, you guys, you guys, you got to let me get to a point. Let me get to a point. Let me get to a point. A lot of times we had no blueprint. We had no schematic. We had no, we didn't know which way to go. We were doing that shit by groping in the dark, trying to emulate other organizations. But we made a stab at it. And I can tell you, in some of the places I was in, it was the most beautiful thing I ever seen when that shit was operating at its highest level. Mm -hmm. Even as it was crumbling that I couldn't see because I wasn't privy to that. Mm -hmm. I seen it, man. I seen that beauty. Just young, thriving ass hope. I agree. All I'm saying is, do we condemn and throw away what's bad because it's the only one side? We gotta be more democratic. No, no, let me show you something. I said it again. I said it in my last interview. That's why you gotta see it. In the beginning, to me, it was the best thing. For me. I can't speak while everybody else joined. Yeah. But for me, it was the best thing for me at that time. But when you get 20 or 30 youngsters come to you and say, homie, we're going to the yard tomorrow to hit rank and file. I said, what's going on? We don't like what they're doing. And deep inside my soul, I knew I knew about the Black Party, Secret Party. You get what I'm saying? Oh. I knew about the Secret Party. I knew. A lot of homeboys being protected that really wasn't homeboy, but homeboys get oh, hit for no reason. They're done it. So, so, so I told the little homies, no, if y'all try to do it, it'd be a battle, it'd be a big split. I said, I will come outside to the yard and do it. I'm the one who dismantled CCO at New Folsom. Mm -hmm. yeah, Old folks, I mean, in one building. Yeah, yeah. Yard, yeah. So when I, what I said was, all the Compton go home. Big Papa from Long Beach and Saints said, all the Long Beach go home. Nasa Bam. Nice um, Russ and a couple other guys that was there, and Pumpkin was my road dog from Long Beach 20s. He said, Rockhead, I understand what you're saying. Everything you're saying is real. He said, let's at least stay, be the, keep, let's be the, keep, continue being a part of the party. I said, no, we out, we out. This is what I also said, Monster. 
This is why a motherfucker can't say shit bad about me. I also said because I took that oath, technically, we all, all of us who took that fucking oath, we're no longer from our hoods. Right. So we took that oath. We're saying we're not Crips no more. We're not this one. We become, we became not from our hood. Let me show you. When I took that oath, me personally, and I pulled a meeting after everything was dropped. I said, I, I said I'm no longer a cop the Crips, but I have to become a teacher and an educator to my young homies. I have to show them how to be leaders. I have to groom them, and that's the attitude I personally took. I, I never. Let me weigh in. Let me. Let me weigh in. I never stopped being from my hood. Let me weigh in. Let me. Because at that time, I was one of the pullers from the hood. I was one of the dudes that they recruited to get that from the hood. My hood looked at you funny if you joined the organization back in the day. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, recently, recently though. Yeah, recently. Yeah, fifty percent of six O's part of CCO. What are you talking about? They're they not excluded. Yeah, so now they see you. That's the reason. But phenomenon. see, they wasn't there either. See, somebody, somebody, no, no. somebody yeah. can look from that yeah. window on the outside and judge these brothers, but they wasn't there. So, so the reason they're trying to judge is because they probably, you know, couldn't have dealt with the pressures and everything that we dealt with as young men. Like I said, at the different times we got to these prisons. These other gangs were already been there 20 years, 30 years, already established. <laughs> they worked in, they worked up in the trade area where they could move equipment down, do this, do no, that, sharpen sharp shit with fucking machine be uh, belts and everything. And we didn't have shit but plastic. Nigga, I'm a cusser. God damn. When you first met me, was I cussing? He's a Christian. Oh, I'm sorry. You're Christian. You're Christian. No, I ain't but look, Christian. You my, my, my point I mean, is this. Not only not only did they have power and, and, and position, at that time yeah. they was moving inmates from prison to prison. Oh yeah. They was they they was making sure we had the disadvantage. Yeah. Just like I said, when I when that shit happened with me and Tracy it was in seventy nine, they had to send a whole new car from San Quentin of Jamas. And them Jamas disciplined them Jamas for hitting me because they said they had they was totally in violation for hitting me, and I'm a crip for hitting a white boy. That is not my they peace treating is not my peace treating. And then the brother Farouk, I say Farouk again, for big big bear. Farouk was a hell of a motherfucking brother, and for years afterward, he always tried to convince me that what that group did is what 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 they represent. I got love for Farouk, who's a Jama, hands also, down. A but here, Josh, I didn't know that. <laughs> God damn, I've been gone. He's on PCR and down. Well, you speaking of him when he was? When he wasn't? Yeah, when he wasn't? So, so yeah, back real quick. You speaking so, on him in a time so, that so the time when the time that time, time, time that happened, I had love for him. But for people to continue to question how I feel and what I say about them cats, Man, you hold on, you go to prison. Yeah. At the time that we went, we're not talking about these guys going to prison in '92 and getting out and, like, and, get, and getting out in 2014 and said I did 20 years. Yeah. Nigga, y'all ain't did no time. We made it possible yeah. for you guys to live in them. Prison when we walls. came into the county jail, <laughs> it wasn't no crib tank. It wasn't no blood tank. It was survival of the fittest. It was survival. When we got to the joint, it was survival of the, of the fittest. And, the shit, and, and, and we survived. Yeah. And we came home yeah. from the main line. Yeah. And we're free right now. And I advocate today for kids not to follow in our footsteps we'll because you might not be equipped. I don't think you eat the right food to deal with the shit that we dealt with. But if you want to think you can live this life, whatever you're getting high off of, making you feel like Superman, we went through our shit sober. 
because I, I didn't did. drink Pruno in there. I didn't get high in there. And I faced this shit sober for 32 years and four fucking months. And then one day came along, they opened that door and let me back out in this world. And now that I'm back out in this world, I ain't going to be a selfish motherfucker. I didn't come out here with a mandate to fuck some motherfuckers up. I come out here to save some lives. So if you in there and you under paperwork, I don't care if you're a Mexican mafia, I don't care if you're an AB, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. If you want to come out here and help me save some kids' lives, I need you up under paperwork because I don't want no motherfucking dropout not walking with me going and fucking a gang park talking at a gang meeting. I need someone that the kids is going to respect. They're going to respect a motherfucker like me that ain't dropped out. They're going to respect him who ain't dropped out. They're going to respect him who ain't dropped out. Now, I got these three brothers out here. We're out here together. And it's more of us coming. And we ain't got no secret thing to build, no super criminal organization, or none of that bullshit. So any of you out there looking, you say, oh, them motherfuckers got arterial motive. They're going to try to put some super criminal bullshit together. You a motherfucking lie. Don't spread no propaganda. We want to save little kids. We want to prevent what happened the other day at a school where a little kid was so frustrated, he thought he had to kill some classmates and didn't dome himself. That was wrong. That'll do it for part five of the Monster Cody series. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys come back for future podcasts, future videos on Mac videos on YouTube. I appreciate you guys listening. Have a great day.